Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Changing the Paradigm. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and tonight is Wednesday, May 3rd, in the year 2023. I just spent the entire afternoon and morning putting in bees. And it really had me thinking a lot about how insane our world is and how easy it is for us to break the paradigm and move into the world we want to be. We're going to talk all about that tonight. One thing that's very clear, however, is that we are in a time when the financial structure is designed and being re-engineered to take away wealth and to shatter wealth that people have, especially retirement. So you need to do everything you can to protect it. Patriots, President Trump recently issued a warning from his Mar-a-Lago home. Quote, our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. End quote. There are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, and our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there is one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times. Gold and you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right, Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k, maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. Just text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the whole process. The folks at Birch Gold are amazing. Think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. How much more time does the dollar have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text BARDS to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold. Again, text BARDS to 989898. This is one of those decisions you will never regret. Do it today. Well, Patriots, I'm going to say that, you know, the, the times in which we live are probably best defined by this headline, 15 days finally ends after 1,141 days. This is an article posted in Zero Hedge today via the Brownstone Institute. And it reads in the first paragraph, on Monday, the White House announced its COVID-19 vaccine requirements for federal employees, federal contractors, and international air travelers will expire on May 11th, coinciding with the end of the COVID public health emergency. The 15 days to flatten the curve that begin on March 16th, 2020, stretched 1,141 days. In some ways, the repeal is a victory against the irrational tyranny behind vaccine mandates that have been part of the entire lockdown paradigm. However, and this is me now, there's not a lot to celebrate when we know how many people were injected and how many people are suffering from the clot shot. 
in some recent studies of using a, um, like a thermal scan of bodies, it's amazing that they are, doctors are finding that people are walking around, and this is an ability to scan people without having to do intrusive in investigations or surgeries. The reality is that these people are walking around with clots in them, and there's continued deaths that are happening because of the clot shot. Athletes are always the number one because they're pushing their bodies harder and the clots are causing problems and causing and sudden death. And this continues. And it's sick. It really is. Here's one, here's one even in the Air Force. U.S. Air Force Academy cadet dies on campus. Third cadet from the Institute to die this year. I'm sure that's just surely, surely a coincidence. U.S. track star and three-time Olympic medalist Tori Bowie dead at 32. Again, I'm sure it's just a coincidence and has nothing to do with the clot shot. We all know better. So in this world where the elites have continued to push forward their agenda, and they're continuing, and quite frankly, when we start hearing that they're repealing some of these measures, we have to be cautious on being excited or celebrating it because essentially what they've accomplished is their goal of establishing a death rate and a kill-off of humanity. They've weakened humanity miserably, and they've weakened the militaries across the world as well. So we're not in a good state in, as humanity. I would say that the remnant is in a very good state because we avoided it. In fact, there was an interesting post today that I came across, and this post literally asked the question, how did you know? And I'll see if I can find it as we go. But how did you know not to take the clot shot? How did you know? And we need to tell your story, but I need to know how did you know? People are starting to understand, quite frankly, the magnitude of the things that they've done to themselves and were persuaded to, and they literally don't understand. Matter of fact, here it is. This comes from Tragu, or Trog, I guess it is, in Canada. And he says, to the unvaxxed, why exactly didn't you take the shot? I mean, the real reason, not the I heard it was bad reason. What inside of you made you stand firm? Something told you not to. What was it? Tell your story. <laughs> the snarky response that was posted under that, the best one of the day, was they all, almost had me a cheeseburger and fries offer. That was de Blasio, which, by the way, where is he lately? And where's Como? And where's Nancy Pelosi? And where, where's, where's Clinton? Hillary, that one. Where's Bill? Where's George W.? I'm just curious. Lots of people not showing up. Where's Schumer? Yeah. Not around. Not around. Hey, by the way, did you see Mitch McConnell yesterday? He was sitting second behind as they were, as someone else was giving the, the discussion. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, he looked literally like he had pooped his pants and had to go out in front of the public. He looked that bad. His, you know how he usually has that droopy face? This one looked like guilty droopy face. And the guilty droopy face is one of those that looks like he was sitting with a dirty diaper as he was talking. Something's happened to Mitch McConnell ever since he got sick or fell or whatever. But he, he's, uh, he's now the poopy diaper head of the Senate. And he's not the same man. I have a feeling somebody had a little chat with him. I would hope so. And I, I hope that, I truly hope that Mitch McConnell does the short walk off a very short plank. That would be good. But anyway, we'll... We'll continue with that later. But the fact is that the fact is that we are seeing some crazy things in our world. 
things that we can't understand. I mean, and don't make sense in rationale. We can understand why people are dying, even though the media doesn't want anything to do with it. And even though everybody's changing their narrative faster than they can because they're and they're changing it and dropping the requirements because they know very well that, well, I guess in the Mitch McConnell sense, the poop is about ready to hit the fan. In Mitch McConnell's case, it would be poop is about ready to hit the diaper. But you know what I'm getting, I'm saying. See, the point here is they know what they did. And it wasn't as effective as they thought it was going to be. And now they have a bunch of people that are dead. Another big bunch of people that are damaged, disabled by it. They have another group of people that were affected by it but have recovered. And they have a whole other bunch of people that never took it. And with that, I'm telling you, there's some pissed off Americans right now. The pissed off level is getting pretty high. And these elites know it and they are going to have to scramble to do something about it. And this gets into really the paradigm that they are trying to goad us into versus the paradigm that we need to walk. If you didn't hear it last night, one of the big things that happened is that there was a drone strike in Moscow. Now, we can't confirm, other than what comes out of Moscow, who sent the drone. So the accusation is it came from Zelensky, which would not surprise us since that pedophile, gay dancing fool actually was has been very boastful about wanting to take war to Russia. And he's, he's the propped up hand puppet of the deep state. We know that. Among other things, probably very special partner with Biden at very special times and other people who knows. And he's pillaging money from the U S they're pouring in millions of dollars, but here's, here's the reality. Ukraine with the hand puppet Zelensky is a proxy element which are built around Nazis, the real Nazis, that are being driven by and organized and funded by ultimately our CIA to wage a proxy war against Russia in order to draw Russia into a conflict into in Europe and draw the world into a world war. That's the general laydown for Ukraine. So any American right now that's, that is backing Ukraine, shame on you. And it's worse than shame on you. You're, you're just stupid. I don't know how else to say it. If you're backing Ukraine, I, I have a lot of other words that I won't say on this, but it would be something like an effing idiot. Because you, you are so committed to wanting to see a war that you don't understand and aren't taking time to understand the, what's going on in this orchestration of power and manipulation of the American public. And we have a ton of Americans that are that stupid. Because when you say Russia, they immediately trigger and they're like, oh my goodness, it's the it's we're gonna it's the Ruskies. It's the Ruskies. Well, we have to wake up as a nation. And the problem is that we might be woken up in a wrong way. Because what just happened, regardless of whether whoever orchestrated it, if Zelensky has his hands on it at all, all roads lead back to the CIA. Because that technology and that weaponization is coming from us. And that money is coming from us. And that means that somebody launched an attack through the proxy element of the Nazis in Ukraine to, kill, to try to kill the Russian president. Now, just so I say it, there is some seriously cool weaponry the Russians use. I don't know what they're doing, but man, they wiped drones out of the sky. It was pretty cool. 
I don't know what they're using, but some, some new technology they have to stop drone strikes. And the Russians are really scoping way ahead on some cr- incredible technologies over there. And that's that's just the nature of war. We're sitting on the side. And, oh, by the way, we're getting ready for war with Taiwan and the Chinese. And the Navy pulled out its most lethal weapon today. That's right. Be ready because this should shake everybody up. They hired a cross-dressing transgender to help him with, him with recruitment. Yeah, that's right. He's a Navy guy. But he cross-dresses at night, and they let him do that on the recruitment video. Uh-huh. I'm scared. I'm telling you, that, that has to be, there's nothing better than a, having a drag queen trying to recruit people into the Navy. I bet the Chinese are just shaking in their boots. You know, the problem is, I think what's going to happen is the Navy has a new strategy from what I can, I'm putting together, and it looks something like this. When they go into the Strait of Taiwan, they are going to literally put out in force on deck drag queens singing YMCA. And in doing so, the Chinese are going to run away. At least that's the plan. So when, when the when the A-team steps in there and starts lifting their skirts and you start to see Sausage and Franks, you're going to barf and realize what they're really about. This is our new Navy. And this is what we're truly out here to do is make the world a better place with the leverage of, oh man, I'm telling you, I'm going to bite my tongue tonight. Uh, perverts would be the better term probably more appropriately family friendly than than what I was going to say but anyway disgusting absolutely disgusting and this is the paradigm they're forcing us into remember we've got an ESG score that's running out here right now across these corporations environmental social and governance that these corporations are literally on their knees doing everything they can to get the money which is a, a fund out there for ESG compliant companies which right now Blackwater or Black Rock is managing, which is something around $57 trillion in future capital and capital investment. So when you mention $57 trillion, these retarded corporate leaders do anything to pay the corporate dues. And they'll they push things like Bud Light trying to sell everybody on the transgender idea, which has completely backfired. And I continue to say, patriots, if, you, if you're with this boycott and you know anybody else with this boycott, you need to be an advocate to remind them that if they ever bow to Budweiser and go back to drinking it, they might as well put on the skirt that Mulvaney had when he did the, did the damn ad because that means we stand for nothing. The only way we're going to win this war in changing the paradigm in multiple ways, but one of these things in changing the paradigm is to be ruthless in the way we approach these corporations. Yes, it's not going to be as convenient. Yes, it's not going to be as easy. And yet, for those of you that love Bud Light, you're going to have to find a substitute, and, and maybe you won't find exactly the same nasty-tasting pea water that Bud Light is, but I'm sure something can be derived. You can brew an, a bad beer in your garage, and it'll probably taste about the same. So be encouraged. Even somebody who doesn't have beer skills can brew a beer that tastes as bad as Bud Light. Don't worry. 
So don't go back on this stuff. We have to start really holding the line. Look at the success that we've had as a Patriot movement, which we don't talk much about, but we need to elevate it more. The success of Bed Bath & Beyond. When Bed Bath & Beyond dropped my pillow, Patriots have held the line. I'm, I'm, I'm totally proud of this. And Bed Bath & Beyond, at the end of the day, is now bankrupt. What a glorious time. And bye-bye. See ya. There's a door. Don't let it hit you in the back. Keep going. We don't care. You're out. I want to see the same thing happen with Anheuser-Busch. I want to see the entire company go bankrupt. And I don't care if Don Jr. is telling us to support Anheuser-Busch because they give 60% of their money to the Republican Party. Don stepped on his weenie on that one. And it is, has, he has no business telling us what to do. He's way offline on that. And in fact, it's, it's pretty much sounding like Bud Light owns him. But then, you know, I'm not totally surprised because the Republican Party has embraced transgenderism. So what can I say? We need to burn these companies to the ground. And with that, we need to be finding avenues away from them. The only way we're going to get forward here is to understand that we're in a war. And to change the paradigm, we have to go to the place to understand that we are going to have to re-innovate everything from ground up. We have to build an economy we want, not what they want. And I know that that is not an easy thing to do. I know that people out here are having difficult times dealing with a lot of things these days. And there is no easy way to move forward in this economy. They're trying to squeeze us in every direction forward. But that's, that's truly what war is about. It's not supposed to be an easy issue. And when we go with that easy issue and we accept, we try to tell ourselves it's going to be easy, we cut ourselves short. We're greater than that. You know, I don't, we, we can get into the discussions all day long on the nature of warfare. And the nature of warfare and the origins of warfare are pretty dark, unfortunately. And it's led to some really awful things in our world. Some devastating, devastating effects on families and youth. Lots of bodies and too many bodies that have been returned home for wars that we should never have been involved in. But here's the other side of war that has made the world so respecting of the United States and equally afraid of the United States. You will never find a more fierce fighter than the American patriot. And I, and I will tell you that, and I say that with respect to the Russians that are fierce fighters. They are, but there's a deeper spirit in the American fighter than anybody else in the world. And because of that, we are in a place where we need to turn that vector from foreign wars and turn it internally to clean this mess up and to understand real where the real enemy is. These are all paradigm shifts. Paradigm shifts to realize that we're on the offensive, not on the defensive. When they're telling you that you're going to take a CBDC, you're going to be part of a digital currency, your bank is going to go bankrupt. If they take your money in this bank, they need to be held accountable. It's that simple. There, there's, you don't have to sit here and whine and moan. If you lose your money in these investments, they don't get to walk away scot-free. Sorry, this doesn't work. This is the new paradigm. And the only way we're going to get there in this new paradigm is if we start to take more responsibility in our lives to what we rely on. 
Now, one thing, as we take a quick pause here, is to remember that this world is falling apart and you need to be on top of your game when it comes to keeping your family safe. And the only way to do that is to keep your skills up and have a home defense program. Patriots, right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. The economy isn't stable, crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge don't seem to even care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and you still have a ton of practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so that you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. Again, 10% using your promo code BARDS, plus free shipping when you go to iTargetPro.com. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with iTargetPro. That's the letter I, TargetPro.com, iTargetPro.com. Offer code is BARDS. And there's your paradigm shift right there. Too many people are still leaning on the government to provide them for security and safety. And that's, that's not going to continue. As this economy shifts, we're going to find that those that stay with the economy are going to become greater puppets of the state. And the cost of staying with the economy the way they're designing it is you're going to give away everything. In order to get your money, in order to be part of this digital world, and part of the, you're going to be having to comply to corporate rules which have nothing to do with our Constitution. So here's kind of where I sit right now. At the center of this fight is the restoration of our nation to a constitutional republic. I'm done caring whether anybody takes the vax or not. If you're dumb enough at this point to take the vax, please take as many as you want. Because at this point, the information's out there and we've done all we can to inform you. And if you're so compelled to take the vax or you are going to say things like, I don't have any excuse because I'll lose my job. If at this point in time, you're still using that rhetoric you're already trapped and lost into the matrix and there's nothing we can do for you. My focus continues to be on those that have not taken the vax and those that are breaking free because that's where we as a community grow stronger. And with that, we have to continue to push hard for that group and stand them up. There's a lot of people out here that are asleep. And the problem with people asleep is they will defend that which is the worst because they're only, they don't know any better. So you've seen that scene in The Matrix. And it's with Neo and Morpheus. When Morpheus tells Neo that these people will defend The Matrix and they're not your friend. It's true. They will. So the beginning of a paradigm shift begins with how we approach our life in our home and our lives in general. Are you willing to take the stand to defend your family at any cost? It's a simple question, and it's not one that's easy because that, there's a lot of imagination and maturation that you're going to go through to ask yourself where your red lines are. But there has to be a red line that's impossible 
for them to cross. And I would hope that that's at your doorstep. I would hope that that means that no matter what, if they come to your door or they come on your property, whether they're going to take your animals or they're going to take your family, that you say no. And that is the line which you will, which you will fall on. You, the sword which you will fall on begins right there. When we change our paradigm to that and they start to encounter this, it has to be a big movement. The problem is too many people are still afraid. You know, it's, this thing, it's this thing like taxes. People continue to pay taxes. Did you know that the IRS right now is not focusing on people that are not, are not, um, what am I trying to, filing? That's what I'm trying to say. They're not focused on those. They're focused on the people that are filing because they don't have the resources to go after the people that are not filing. The system is broken. But they continue to do the fear mongering and an illegal, an illegal ex- extraction of money from people's wages. And people continue to comply. There has to be some hard red lines. When our founding fathers and the patriots of that time had a tax increase, they took the tax collector and they covered them with tar and feathers. That was their response. Today, when we say you're going to have an increase in tax, people say, oh, it's okay. At least it's going to roads and maybe our military. The same cronies that are out here raping and pillaging everybody else's finances. And if you really got a true look at where your finances are today, every one of us, there's not any money that we have in the bank actually doesn't exist. But we're in this strange window right now where the dollar still has a measure of buying power. And that's why we talk so much about getting the dollar converted to precious metals. It's necessary. And that's, that's how you convert it to something real from something that's not. But again, the paradigm shift. And the paradigm shift begins with fundamentally looking at our homes as kingdom space and not taking this on anymore and letting them come near us or threaten us or intimidate us. That's a place that just they can never enter. And when we get that mindset there, we understand what that means. We understand what the stakes are and we understand what we're willing to commit to. That's the martyr mentality. We need it. We need to get back to it because this government is out of control. This government is is waging a war on the people by using all of its resources that we're funding. And then they're doing the slick political spin to make it sound like they're not doing as much damage as they really are. And the one thing that they are promoting constantly is the perversion of everything in this society. Everything is upside down. And let us not forget that their major target for their war are the children. Any communist tyranny understands very well that you cannot change the future unless you can corrupt the children. And the only way you can corrupt the children is to break the family. And the only way you can break the family is to stress them financially and remove the influencers that would give them strength, like the wisdom class, the elderly. Well, that's interesting because that's pretty much everything that's happened with COVID. And so we're at a point right now where I would hope that a lot of the taglines that people like to say, that white hats are in control, patriots are, you know, it's going to be the military is the only way. Yeah, well, consider what I'm saying. There are some amazing heroes in the military. Let me first by saying that before I go on my rant. And we've had 120,000 of them 
and many of them senior officers. And one of them, we, one of them I know personally that's in our, in our community in Bars Nation, who's an absolute hero. In fact, he fought so hard when they were going to expel him from the military, they ended up, he ended up winning and getting promoted to full bird colonel. What an honor. And what an honor to have him part of us. That's the real heroes in the fight in our military. But there's a whole bunch of weak weakness in our military and a whole bunch of corruptness in our military. And there's a whole bunch of tranny-loving perverts in our military. So if you're looking towards a general statement of the military is the only way, probably not. If you're looking towards the class of true leadership and strength in this war in our military, they have a hard road to hard road to hoe, and they're going to need our support when they do it because they're going to have to take a stand to break apart this corrupted organization and reposition themselves to lead this nation back in uniform as the veterans and the people stand with them. Again, paradigm shifts. We've got to get here. And it's no longer to be afraid or being wondered or wondering what's going to happen or wringing your hands. Patriots, it should be clear there's only one way forward here. It's not going to happen through peaceful political change in the sense of I can vote somebody in and everything will be fine. It's going to take a disruptive movement of the people to literally break from the stupidity in which we're walking and make a decision to restore this nation together and absolutely defy everything that they threaten us with. And the defiance has to be bold. So when they come knocking at your door to intimidate you or they come knocking at the door to your neighbor to intimidate them, they need to be met with 500 patriots, 50 patriots armed and telling them to get the hell out because they're not functioning within the Constitution. This is how we are going to take this back. There's another little piece here that as I started the show today and I was reflecting on today as I was setting up bees, which, by the way, are just awesome. I'm going to talk about it tonight on Fishers of Men in more detail. But the bees are just awesome. Now, I've never done bees before, by the way. And this is kind of my point of this whole thing. This is my first run at bees. I got all my hives in. The bees were supposed to be in tomorrow. They surprised me and they arrived today. Adjusted my schedule. And just did it. I've had some good coaching and I've had some watched a number of videos and done a lot of reading and I've just figured out, okay, this is the only way forward. First of all, that's what we all need to be doing on everything. And what I find is the more that we're doing these things in terms of ancient paths, going back to go forward, getting ourselves back into the, into the homesteading mindset, the easier these things get because we're getting accustomed again to thinking on our feet, paying attention to nature, getting the learning belt underneath us and start moving forward and just moving and learning as we go. And we're going to make mistakes. That's the first thing. But the one thing that is really important is to realize that during the war, the original revolution, and we're in a revolution 2.0, we just aren't declaring it, but we should. When, when we were originally fighting for our freedom, the one thing the Brits did, because they were such a loving bunch of red-coated, I won't finish that, you get my sense, I don't have a lot of love for the British Empire. I love the Brits. I don't love the empire. And between the Hessians and the prison ships and the tortures and the rapes and all of these things that the British army 
brought to the land of the colonies that were all, by that time, they were supposed to all be brethren, which they obviously were not. Starvation was one of their major tools of war, to control the food, to do everything they could to control the food, especially for the Continental Army. So each one of us growing food, each one of us stocking up food, isn't just for ourselves. It's also as reserves to support whatever actions have to be taken. And it's important to appreciate this because they're going after the food to control the population. And when the population accepts their control on food, the population's easy to herd into whatever corrals they want to create. That's what we have to defy. You know, I put in three hives today. It'll take, if we're lucky, we'll get a little bit of honey this year. I don't think we're going to, maybe, I don't know, but I'm not counting on getting any honey for a year. But all of these investments that we're making now, each one of us should be making in our gardens, in the proteins that we grow, whether it's chickens and cows or goats or rabbits, ducks, whatever you're doing. It's, and in the, the other aspects of like honey, you can live off of honey and beef and a garden pretty comfortably, but it's also having the resources to be able to support whatever actions may go on. I don't know how dark this is going to get. And I would like to think that we don't go back to a colonial type era where we have to support a counter army, but we have to have the mindset That's the key here, that we're willing to. And that's the whole point of the paradigm shift. It's not whether it's happening, it's whether you're willing to commit that way. And when we commit to that level of intensity, everything changes. The way you approach political officials, the way you approach everybody in your community, and they start to understand very well that the community is going to be very hostile to them unless they start to turn the corner and start to become constitutional law enforcement, constitutional politician, constitutional whatever. We have been deeply infected. And the way they've gotten to people is ultimately money, the greatest corrupter of all things. They have leveraged schools and school boards and school officials with promises of money. And these Cucks are so bad that they're willing to sell their soul for some sort of kickback or personal benefit on this money. And while they sell it, they're forcing kids to take the vax and wear a mask. I don't know of very many teachers, school board officials, or administrators that don't deserve to get hard time in a labor camp after this, at the minimum because they've sold out this nation and they've sold out the kids for agendas that aren't theirs to export. That resolve, as we've positioned increasingly to get kids out of school, to build up our communities, to start growing our own food, to start building a sustainable network. Think about what I just said. Growing our own food, homeschooling kids, and building a sustainable network. Man, you would think I just pitched the Green New Deal. And that's the greatest irony is that we have become truly better stewards in this process as we reject these fools that are trying to destroy the world and force us into electric cars with open pit mines and slave labor. 
we're becoming better stewards. And they know it. And we're better stewards with money. We don't need their type of system. Do we have all the answers? Absolutely not. We don't. But we know that we will find them. And we will find them as we come to work together to solve them. And there will be some bumpy roads, but we will overcome them. But it's going to take us having the mental position and resolve to say we will not comply to anything they do anymore. It's that simple. And that begins at a local level. It begins in activism and waking people up. It gets to a place where many people get uncomfortable because you start to say things like, well, are you going to vote? And the answer is it doesn't matter if you vote because the vote's rigged. We will reset our local counties with appropriate votes over time. But it, again, it comes back to noncompliance. If somebody is not walking within the boundaries of the Constitution and they're trying to pass laws to force that into us, just say no. I've talked numerous times about a restaurant here in my hometown. It's a diner called Casey's. And Casey's is truly a, I would put them on the hero block for the COVID period, the COVID con period. Oregon was particularly draconian in its use of OSHA to try to force compliance to these illegal laws of vaccinations and masks. And Casey's said it wasn't going to comply. In fact, the county made it clear that they were not going to enforce the rules. They would only resort to education and give people a choice. But we have a dirtbag police chief. He's not obviously not the sheriff, but he's a dirtbag police chief. And he decided he was going to take his noble right to report Casey's to OSHA. Now, two things happened out of this. First of all, the community outrage to the police chief knocked him into the corner so hard he went whining to the sheriff and telling him he didn't ex- didn't realize how angry the community was. And the sheriff's response, good, good sheriff we have, looked at him and said, I told you, and this was his quote, he said, I told you to keep your hands off Casey's. Stay out of it and let people sort it out for themselves. But the do-gooders, the same police chief that backed BLM, See, and this is a small town of 22,000, and I don't know how we've ended up with this dirtbag, but we have him. We didn't vote on him. He got appointed, and he's here. Fortunately, the community made it very clear to him that if he stepped out of line again, they weren't going to stand for it. And the outrage that he received kept his kept him completely silent since then, thank goodness, because we don't need him. I can't wait till he leaves. But Casey's didn't bow ever. They were issued something like a twelve dollars or $15,000 fine. Immediately, the community stood up and created a GoFundMe to raise money. And as I recall, Casey's gave that money back. They said, nope, we'll handle this. And they did. Casey's never closed their doors. They never bowed to the state. They got smart. They got an attorney. They fought. They didn't fight the normal way. They didn't try to take the state to court. They created a new structure in their business. They officially let go all their employees and they asked their employees to come back as volunteers. And they let the people know that they're volunteering their time. And so suddenly the tips started to increase massively. I don't know how Casey's has, has maintained the financial part of that, but it's legal. 
They beat the system. OSHA had no more authority on their on their space. Casey's never bowed. Two other com- two other restaurants locally followed, but Casey's was the banner fighter up front, and they never bowed. They never gave in. They never complied. There aren't that many stories around this nation of that sort of heroism. There are a few, and those need to be elevated because that's the true mentality of changing the paradigm. They didn't just leave their business the same way. They reorganized. They found a legal way through this so that the authorities of the state had no leverage on them. The community stood with them, which is important. One of the reasons I love this community. And even the police chief got his wee-wee whacked and he hasn't poked his head up again. So the community didn't get fractured. We have our normal liberals. Instead, it came together. And with that, people have recognized that there was a real hero here, a restaurant that literally was the banner of fighting and never gave in. That is the level every American needs to have. No matter what position, what station you are, in the weeks, days, in the days, weeks, months, years ahead, we shall never comply to the federal government, the state government, or the county or city if they are unconstitutional. End of story. Defiance has to be our our banner theme. And everything that we do, we have to start breaking away from the convenience of the corporate nightmare that we're in. I have no problem watching big corporations go bankrupt. I would have no problem seeing Costco go bankrupt, seeing Sam's Club go bankrupt, seeing Walmart go bankrupt, seeing Kroger go bankrupt. Doesn't bring a cheer to my eye because they have not been pro-American. Sure, they may be pandering for your money now. They may be trying to suck up to you because they got hit financially throughout the COVID con. But don't ever forget that every one of these corporate restaurants or corporate stores and corporations around the globe The one thing that always stands out to me to show you how much they were in on this game are the plexiglass shields. Never forget that. You don't make plexiglass shields overnight. And every single one of the major corporate stores all had them in storage, ready to go. They had planned this thing down to a detail and they knew exactly what they were going to do. Don't let them off the hook. It's easy right now to kind of get back into a lull. That's why I brought up Bud Light. It's easy to boycott and then get back into a roll because now they're going to roll out this new ad campaign and they're going to try to make up and kiss and make better. They're giving all the distributors and all the employees of distributors a free case of Bud Light. Who cares? Their brand is dead. And make sure it stays that way. And when we get to Anheuser-Busch, again, Horrible beer. I don't know why people drink it. It's atrocious. The only way you can possibly drink it is if it's only freezing so it has no taste. Choose a microbrew. Find a local person, a local company you like that are, is doing good microbrew. And if you don't like that, brew your own. It's legal in every state. Get away from, the, from this whole concept of big corporate. Go local. And make that part of the paradigm shift that we make. The more local we buy, the more that we do locally within our lives, the more empowerment we give ourselves to controlling our food, controlling our destinies, the less power they have. And it isn't to say it's going to be an easy walk, but we will be victorious. 
if we stop buying their junk, their system falls apart. You start pl- stop playing their game, their system falls apart. And they know that. That's what they're so panicked about. And why do you think it was so easy for Apple to offer four and a quarter percent interest rate on savings? Because they partnered with JP Morgan. And what's the, what is JP Morgan doing? JP Morgan's top part of the big six that are going to be the only banks left in this nation when they get through with this slaughter they're doing right now. And who just bought First Republic, or I should say who was just given First Republic? JP Morgan. And none of that makes any sense because that doesn't erase the $100 billion debt that First Republic had. But all that means is JP Morgan's is going to spread it out to who? You and I. All of this is about distributing debt, keeping people as debt slaves. And no matter what they promise you, nothing is ever for our benefit. The only way forward is to accept that and to realize that a true paradigm shift understands that the real enemy are the corporations and the banks and the government and the teaching institutions of this nation. And let's not forget the lawyers. And with that many people in a system that's, that we're trying to play in that are that corrupted, don't, don't give yourself illusions and think that somehow we're going to make it all better because of a little bunch of white hats doing their thing or some small part of the military that's suddenly going to make things all good and better. It's up to us. And it's up to us to work together, to start forging a new path, to start spreading truth so people understand it, and to accept that the system that we're in is not repairable. But the system we can build truly can be amazing, if not glorious. So time for a paradigm shift, patriots. That time is now. Not tomorrow, not yesterday, but now. Let's pray. Father, we're blessed with the time that we come here each day, and we thank you for all that's given and all that is passed on in terms of wisdom and insight to the world in which we live. This is an amazing time that we live. Of all the times in the world to be alive, in the history of man, what an amazing time we are living in. A time truly we are watching one of the greatest wars in human history, one of the greatest shakeups in human history and one of the greatest awakenings in human history. So Father, we pray for the awakening, not just the awakening of knowledge, but the awakening of the spirit, the awakening of, of things greater than this nonsense that we're living in, the appreciation of you as our father, of Christ as our savior, and the understanding that in this pluralization of truth, which increasingly is getting worse, that the only footing we really have is the Word, the Bible. So, Father, we pray for the return to the fundamentals of life, the ancient paths, Jeremiah 6.16. We pray for that understanding that we have to go back to go forward. We have to put a stop to the nonsense that's being forced in this acceleration of technology where we're constantly told that we have no choice. We have all the choice in the world. So, Again, Father, we pray for the strength in the patriot and the strength in those that walk with Christ to understand that we can choose. We're not forced. And by our own free will, we can change the direction of this world. Add to that our power of prayer and our understanding of what it is to walk truly with the sword of the spirit in one hand and the sword of the steel in the other. We're the mightiest warriors on this planet. And there's nothing, no weapon 
that can be forged against us that will succeed. So, Father, we pray for patriots to come together, iron sharpens iron, to strengthen this movement, to strengthen this time, to strengthen the resolve that we must defy. Comply to kingdom, defy to man. And in so doing, raise up a great army, raise up a great vision for the world, and restore this nation to one nation under God. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. And that last point, patriots, we're a nation heavily divided and have been for years. We have Native American homelands. We have inner city disasters. We divide everything from inner cities to suburbs to rural to Native American homelands to you name it. It's always there. Federal land versus public, public land, which is federal land, versus state land versus county land versus private land. This is out of control. We need our country back. It's not going to happen just by somebody getting elected and waving their magic wand or using their executive pen. It's not going to happen that way. It's going to happen with us on the ground, doing the hard work, building the strength and resolve to understand that defiance is the only way forward. But coming together as a group to show that through each of us, we can build and forge an amazing movement that's centered on a key directive that Christ gave us to love thy neighbor. And in doing so, we will truly reposition ourselves in this world and establish true freedom under God's hand. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait, 
But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 